0: And this is also a siyim of Mesechta Abbas, because in the uh, Mishnaiyas, Mesechta Abbas ends at the end of Perech Hay, and Perech Vav is only Brises, which are not really part of, formally, they're not part of Mesechta Abbas. So the last Mishnah says ben hey hey aimer ben hey hey says the agra according to the effort that is put in that's the reward that you get is the Bartanura? so the bartanura explains ki fi ray patsha at seiva limitada according to the pain to the um effort or pain which you which you um into your studying of Torah and doing the mitzvah is According to that effort, will be the amount of reward that you get. The inu from from is a chiv al pi So the question is, the idea of receiving reward for the mitzvahs that we do is something which we are obligated to believe according to Allah This is muchach, hayf, Bring this in Zain halocha sefer, uh, sefer hayad, as can be understood from the fact that the Rambam brings this idea in his sefer of Halacha, which is the Yad, the Mishnah uh, Torah, twi- the 14 volume sefer. That's why it's called hayad, yudalit, Unochmer, and even more so. It is in them, he doesn't just bring it um, incidentally. He dwells on it and he explains many details about it so in other words that it's something which is integral to Yiddishkeit to believe that there is reward for the mitzvahs that we do so in other words according to the way that Torah sees it Hashem is obligated has obligated himself to give reward to the person for his service of Hashem so but Salnapaev has an arbit similar to what a an employer would be obligated to pay his employee for the work that he did. the so therefore what is novel, what is Ben Heihei saying when he says that according to the effort is the reward? What is the novel idea there? But the that the reward is assessed according to the effort that is put in, and not according to the results that come. In other words, it could sometimes be a disparity between the effort that a person puts in and the results that he gets. You get very little results for a lot of effort. So the reward would not be for the results, which were not too much, but uh, according to the effort that you put in so according to this when the mentions when a person's efforts bring little results sometimes the effort and the expense that you put in is less than the results that you get in Yiddish the same thing so we assess, Hashem assesses the reward, not according to the improvement, so to speak, to the results that you got, but he will get full reward to the effort that he put in. So one could say that this is what ben Heihei is teaching over here, not the general idea of that Hashem rewards for doing a mitzvah, for effort put in, because that's an obvious thing, that's an aloha that doesn't come from Midas that's not something that has to be said in pir But the idea here is that the reward is according to the effort and not according to the results. So we have to understand The idea of reward for mitzvahs is to begin with uh, understood in that way that it is according to the effort that you put in as our sages tell us in a number of places. For instance, the Pasuk says, if you will go in my, walk in my law, according to my law, meaning to say, you will study, you will um, diligently study taira. According to the effort that you put in, in this, to the study of Torah, will be the reward of the rain and all the other things that the Torah uh, mentions there. So that's one place that we see that the sages say that it's according to the effort that you put into the Torah. Also, the Chol of Allah what's called an Oyved somebody who serves Hashem or somebody that doesn't serve Hashem, is somebody that puts in that extra effort, the hundred and first that he repeats his learning because you cannot compare somebody that repeats reviews his learning a hundred times to, to the one that repeats reviews his learning a hundred and one times because it was common to repeat it a hundred times so that was not considered to be extraordinary service or service and if you do it a hundred and first time that's the extra effort by which you are called someone who serves Hashem or it says bishne if, if if somebody they, if one has to give a, a carbon of two zuzim of two the value of two zuzim because this is something extraordinary not the norm. Or it says if a soul will bring a carbon and it's talking about a carbon mincha. Why does the Torah call it v'nefesh and not Odom ki yakriv as is normally written? A person over here it says the soul. So it says, who the Gemara explains? Who is the one that brings a mincha? Which means a, a meal offering, just some flour and so on. That is a poor person. May So because, he, because a poor person it's difficult to give even a little bit of flour is also an effort. So Hashem says, I consider it as if he gave his soul in other words, another place that we see that it's the effort which is considered in regards to reward rather than the results. and many other places in which we see this idea. Well that is by a and the same is also true for an employer and an employee. When do we find in the Gemara that uh, an employer only has to pay the employee according to the improvements that he accomplished? In other words, what were the results? I pay you according to results. When do we find that? When the Ha'itzah is Yiseira Allah shevach In the case, let's say, where there was more expense than the end result paid off. And then the Gemara says you only have to pay according to the results that you got. When do we say that? Is nor in a bashtim only in the very specific cases, which are that is only if the employer never hired this employee. But the employee did something of his own accord, he decided on his own to do something. For instance, somebody goes into somebody else's field and plants it without asking the owner of the field whether he wants that plant. So then you look at not so much what the results are, you look uh, you look what the results are rather than the, what the effort that he put in. I never asked you to put in an effort. But if there is a result, the owner has to pay for the result. Or if the employee changed what the owner told him to do. He did it differently than the owner. Like if the owner told him to dye the wool red and he dyed it black. Or he told him to dye it black and he dyed it red. So, Or if he He did it on purpose that he uh, dyed it in the wrong way. So then there might still be some benefit to the owner because black wool is also worth something. So therefore he did bring some improvement to the wool by dyeing it. But since you didn't do it according to the color that I asked you, so I don't have to pay for your effort anymore. Now I have to pay only for the results that are achieved. But if the employee does the work according to the way the uh, employer instructed him, is in as the as you say that case, even if the expense is more than the results that uh, were realized, when garnished of getan, even if he accomplished nothing in the end, there was no value in his work. But he did uh, he did exactly what the owner told him to do and his work did not bring the results, the desired results that he was supposed, that he hoped for. Like, for instance, if somebody hires somebody to go deliver certain uh, cabbage or other some other need for a sick person, and he sends it to that sick person, and he went there. And by the time he got there, he finds that the person already died. So there is no value to the work that he put in, to the trip that he took. But since the, employer, the employee did what he was supposed to do, he on his, from his part did everything that the employer asked him to do. But for whatever reason, the intent of the employer didn't, was not realized, like in the case where the person, the sick person already died. So there was no end result in the work that he, that the uh, delivery man did. Is the din, in that case, the halacha is, that he has to pay him the full price of his trip, whatever they made up that he's gonna uh, charge for the delivery, he has to pay him everything. even in the case where because there was an emergency and he needed the food there quickly for the sick person. So he paid an extra he paid extra money for the delivery because it was an emergency. he needs it right now. Even then he has to pay him the extra money too. Bec- even though in the end there was no result. The sick person had already passed away. But this is what they made up, that the, the worker did whatever he was supposed to do. So we see that even in the relationship between an employer and an employee, we also say that we go according to the effort that was put in rather than the results, except for in those, few, in those uh, situations where the employer never asked him to do it. It's, we're only looking at something that the employee decided on his own, then you look at the results, but otherwise, the employer has to pay the full price for the effort, not for the results. Is So then we ha- so then we have to understand. is Since in the case of a doing his avoda, the shliach, uh, the in other words, the worker is doing what Hashem asked of him. Errad Gitam Vifala Ken and he did whatever he could in Tayromitsis. Un Nochmar even more, the Arbit Gibrah Tayelas, the the work that he put in actually brings results. Khachaphilazi's claim of Aglaichmeda Tirhvitzar, even though the results are minimal in accordance with the effort that he put in, possibly. Is the Koshkinazmindav Batson the dem Bishlaim is certainly that Rashem has to pay the uh, the reward for the full effort that he put in? And including also the expense, like the tzar, the effort that he put in. As you say even though in this case, the effort was more than the result that he got. So even if we were to say that this is what ben heh is saying, that's also an obvious thing, which we find throughout the Gemara, throughout Chazal even in the, ex- in the relationship between an employer and an employee. So then what's be- ben is saying that's so outstanding that it needs to be said in Pirkei Aviz? In the even the ad-dinim, in the aforementioned halachas that we mentioned about an employer, and employee, is the tirchel melacha da'itza fund from the effort that the worker puts in, which means what's, what is called in the Gemara, the expense, from the that's unrelated to the results that come. The effort is one thing. The results are another thing. They're unrelated. The results that the owner hopes to get are unrelated to the effort that was put in by the employer employee. And even when the worker does his the employee does everything that he's supposed to do. All that means is that he put in his effort. But that doesn't always mean, guarantee, that the the intent that the employer had by hiring him will come fulfilled. It doesn't, it's not necessarily related to why the owner, why the employer hired him. And not always does the effort bring the results that the that the employer wanted. Aba benidin di damer. In the case of avode serving Hashem, is that tsarif funkim atayra mitzvah nishkan bezunda zach from the revel of The effort that a yid puts in is not unrelated to the results. Not at all unrelated. Um vid Rambam zot nishmeyna prakim. As the Rambam says in his uh, essay shmeyna prakim. Shamis Avala la averis v'nichsav That somebody who is drawn to sins, and he, you know, he desires doing certain things which the Torah says he shouldn't do. He is considered to be to be even more important in the averis Hashem than someone that doesn't have the the uh, the. He's not drawn to do averis. You would think that somebody who was drawn to do Avedis would be on a lower level. The Raman says, no, he's actually on a higher level. The <speaking in Hebrew> He's high, on a higher level than somebody who is not, doesn't have to put in an effort to refrain from doing these this Avedis. <speaking in Hebrew> and that idea is not even enough. They say even more that the, uh, the reward for somebody who is able to control his nefesh is greater in accordance with the effort that you need in order to control yourself. But when he controls himself, his uh, desires. But Amrul agra, which is the Ram says they and they said that according to the effort is the reward. The Chachamim even said that a person should see himself as someone who is drawn to Averis. uh, where do they say that the Gemara Gemara says a person shouldn't say I have no interest in uh, eating Chazer let's say he shouldn't say that although rather what he should say is I would like to try that what should I do that Hashem told me that I can't in other words the Chachamim see the Ramam explains that the Chachamim sees someone who is drawn to do and needs to put an effort to control himself as doing greater avodah. So we see that these two things are not unrelated to each other. The effort that you put in is the result that Hashem is looking for. There's not, there's no, it isn't two separate things like by the employer and the employee that the effort is unrelated to the results. Here, the effort is the result that Hashem is looking for. is So according to this, we have to understand even more. the from the Agro. What is why is it such a novel idea that Ben hei has to tell us at the very end of Pirkiyovas that according to the effort is the reward that seems obvious. an Because in this case, the effort is the benefit. That is how Hashem has more benefit. By your controlling yourself. That is what he's looking for as is a garnet stave that is in fact what the point of mitzvah is—that you should be able to control yourself. Hain is the chiddush a it. And why is it such a novel idea? Of course, you receive your reward for the effort that you put in. That is the whole point of the mitzvah. The it would be very difficult to explain it this way. As dos is takad the uftuf in the mishnah, when is the mock oiv dem. One could say that how do we know this idea that it's all according to the effort and so on? We know it from this Mishnah. We know it because ben hei said it. That's how the Rambam knows it. That's how the Gemara knows it. This is the source of that idea. Maybe that's what the answer is. And as the Rambam, in fact, quotes this Mishnah to support his view of it, And it's difficult to say that this is the source of it because there are so many different places in which the Chazal bring it from different psukim and different sources. So it's difficult to say So there are so many different sources it's hard to say that this is the source of that whole idea. So the explanation could be this. Mitlafum Tsaira Agra made the Mishnah Machadazin with this uh, what Ben He says, he's trying to say Tsaira Stam Yedsar. The Mishnahist here is talking about a pain, any pain, every pain, especially Miti, especially a true pain that a person goes through without the, the uh, influence, he's going through a pain and it's not even mitigated by the fact that he knows, well, at least it's, a, it's an effort in serving Hashem and therefore there is some value to the pain that I'm going through. We're talking not about that kind of a pain. We're talking about a pain that doesn't have that mitigating circumstances. At least, I 'm doing something valuable. I'm do, at least I 'm doing something of, of note. <laughs> in because we're talking about the kind of pain in <laughs> It's talking about that kind of pain that a person is not obligated to go through for his tairo Mitzvahs. Not as nem of it, is but that he took it upon himself in a way that was not obliga- obligatory. He'll explain soon what that is. was the of agre in avos which will explain why this mission is written at the end of mesechta avos in mesechta avos and at the very end of mesechta avos val chedet vegmila dechasi which mesechta avos talks about things which are beyond the letter of the law, in yonav azayne l'finim mishuros things which a person is not obligated to do but takes upon themselves anyway. As I'll explain later in Sifhei, um, this is Oich Merumas from them, because the Mishnah roofed on them. Balamayim from from Tsairagra, nishmitzay protz protz d'gnamen, and this can also be alluded to at least from the fact that the uh, the author of this statement, l'fum Tsairagra, is not referred to in the Mishnah by his direct name. It's using a sort of a pseudonym, nor mitn Kinoi ben Hey Hey. He's called Ben Hei Hei. Why was he called Ben Hei Because that was alluding to the fact that he was a convert. Ben Avram Vesara Shenitaisav Hey Bishmom. Why was he called Ben Hei He is the, the son of the two parents, forefathers, who had a Hey added to their name. That was Avraham. He was originally Avram and it became Avraham and Sarai. Which later had a He added Sarah. So he is the children, the Gater, Makol ben Avram Sarah. So it's telling us that he was a Ger directly related to Avram and Sarah. That's why it's called ben hey. So Undyten, why is this being told? Why is this being said here in reference to this statement? So Undyten, to teach us, Ados retzig it is a couple of sighat sar and bel ghair is a clause begroyed we're talking about the kind of pain which a person takes upon himself which he is totally non obligated to do the dogma to is ganze beziehisgekonsteln of a ger similar to the very the the whole existence of a ger that is who he is. A ger means somebody that had no obligation at all to do any teyram mitzvahs and then took it upon himself. was He converted. He was not obligated at all to convert. And by converting he takes upon himself the effort that he has to put in and the whatever comes with fulfilling Torah and mitzvahs, the difficulties and so on. So that's why he, in this statement, they point out that ben Hay was a ger because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the kind of pain that a person is completely un, non-obligated to do at all and takes it upon himself anyway. And therefore, because we're talking about this kind of pain which nobody asked you to take it upon yourself, so one might think, nobody asked you to do it, so therefore you don't expect any reward for that. Only according to what you accomplished. Did you accomplish anything with all this effort? If you did, then you'll re- be rewarded for the, for the accomplishment. This is the din from them. That's similar to what we said before, that if somebody goes and does work in your field without you having asked them to do it, so we don't look at it, we don't look at his effort anymore. Nobody asked you to do it. We look only at the results. So maybe in this case, also we should look only at the results. In that case, he doesn't get rewarded, he doesn't get paid for his effort, for his expenses, nor from the Schwach, only according to what he accomplished, only the, the benefits that he brought to the owner. So therefore Zak the Mishnah, that's why the Mishnah comes along and says, that even in this case according to the effort is the reward. As that he is given reward even for the effort and pain that he puts in a even though he wasn't commanded to do it. And the Rebbe notes, as ba Baagir is thus by a ger, this is really the whole story of the ger. His very being Jewish is not something that he was obligated to do, and yet put himself through the difficulties and so on to become a yid and to do the Torah mitzvahs. So by him, that is the whole story. That's what he is. However, uh, by but in some way, there is also, every yid has that can can come to that, for instance, by a mitzvah. When a person is mahader mitzvah, he does mitzvahs in a way that is goes beyond what is uh, what is uh, obligatory. Other than haga where he takes upon himself a certain behavior, good behavior, which is also not uh, obligatory. Or that he takes upon himself an appointment that he should be in charge of something and do something which he didn't necessarily have to do. That he takes upon himself without having had to do it. So every Yid has certain things in their life which are also in that on that level where nobody asked you to do it, you didn't have to do it. So maybe in that case you only look at the uh, results so the Mishnah says no we look at the effort even in those cases Dalen <laughs> but still one could ask when somebody works in somebody else's field if the owner expresses his opinion that he's satisfied he's happy with what the person did for his field for the so then we don't say anymore, we go only according to what he accomplished. Then we say, since you're happy with what he did, so then you have to pay him for all the work that he did. Even if the expenses ended up being more than the actual improvement to the field. So therefore, if the owner shows that he is happy with what the, owner, what the worker did, even though he never asked him to do it, he has to pay him the full reward. So according to this, the question comes back. Since Hashem is satisfied. We know that he's happy with a person doing adin beyond what he's required to do. even those things that he wasn't directly commanded to do again, why is it such a novel idea that he has to pay according to the effort? if even in Allah when he shows uh, uh, he shows satisfaction, with the person's work, he has to pay the full price. Therefore, why is this considered to be something beyond what Hashem would be required to do to pay for the effort? It seems that he should have to pay for the effort. The beer was there. So the explanation to that is, when a person takes upon himself an effort and a pain, um That in Torah which he is not obligated to do via the mitzvah like he said before like he does a mitzvah behidur other anhaga or some other good behavior that he's not obligated to do is undenach nog dem kiem and then after he did it three times in that way is a dem hidur suddenly he stops doing it in that way kumt ois as he nemen avzirdem tsar nicht ois as so it comes out that because he did it three times and he didn't specify that he's doing this extra effort without any commitment, Beli nether, it's not, I'm not committed to this, I'm just doing it each time. I'll do it and then we'll see what happens later. He, and he has to specify that as Beli nether. Otherwise, if you do it three times, it becomes obligatory as a nether is Vyapshiyah, so then he now could be considered like some, if he did it for three times and then he stops doing it so now he is already it would be considered like a deliberate violation of what he took upon himself when you violate your nether then you, you're you now doing worse than before said, now he's causing damage to what he is doing because he should have been doing it in that way continuously since he didn't say it's beli neder. And we know this from a from a and Not we know it from. If certainly, how much more so by a Ger that converts and then he stops doing the mitzvahs that he's supposed to do. Is So his conversion would be considered now that he did something which set him back because now he's obligated to do it and if he doesn't do it, now he's responsible for the violations that he commits. And also because, as the Gemara says, that geirim are difficult for the Jewish people. they They're like a... There's a certain uh, problem that they bring with themselves, which is the because they're not knowledgeable enough about the mitzvahs yet when they convert they're not they don't know everything that there is to know, and they do things incorrectly, and then other people around them see how they're doing it and they learn from them, they do it the same way and so therefore they cause that other Jews should also do it with uh, not in the proper way and according to the law you have to first um you have to make sure that he understands you have to tell a ger before he converts that why suddenly did you decide to convert the e so that to give him an opportunity that if he wants to uh, regret it he doesn't have to do it because it takes a great responsibility and after you, re, after you convert, it's too late to back out. So therefore, you have to know ahead of time that when you take it, it's forever. It's going to, that's going to work against you if you don't do it properly. And since, after all these warnings, he still decided to go ahead with the conversion. Without considering enough. That it might turn out to be too difficult, nish of that he, he won't end up doing it with all the the details that it needs to be, all the attention that it needs, is a So then, to some degree, it's like it's like a, so it's like uh, doing it carelessly, that he didn't think it through enough, and so he, he's more responsible for that. The riba, therefore, vanished. The chiddush lufum tsairag. If not for the mission of telling us that according to the uh, effort is the reward, that even in this case, volt mingib kent on them, and one could have assumed as a bakumt nisht kain sharaf adam that he doesn't get rewarded for the effort al derech viapoyel bashat zechuntu ganum mitibet zefirin chavz makom lemaken. Like a worker that uh, that uh, took the job of moving bottles or jars or barrels from one place to another, and they got broken because of his carelessness. Like if he took it over a bumpy road rather than the uh, smooth highway. The din is that in that case is, that the that uh, the owner doesn't have to pay him for the work that the worker has to pay the owner for the broken uh, bottles or the broken things that he caused out of his carelessness so therefore one might say the same thing over here like in the case of a Yid that does a Hid Mitzvah and then he did it three times and he didn't bother to say that it's uh, that it's without and then he violates and he doesn't do it anymore so now he caused more harm than if he wouldn't have taken it in the first place or a Ger similarly a Ger if he wouldn't have converted if he converts and then he stops doing what he's supposed to do, or he's careless about what he's doing. So then he is he's responsible for his carelessness, and not only should he not be rewarded for the effort because he caused more harm by converting. Is there uftu from Tzara Agra? Therefore, the Mishnah comes along and says that is still according to the effort is the reward that even if the, this new effort that you accepted upon yourself that you weren't obligated to do and in the end it caused a certain uh, harm, a certain loss to Hashem, to the owner, still Hashem gives him reward for the effort that he, extra effort that he put in and similar to what we said about the case where somebody is transporting uh, barrels from one place to the other. That if he doesn't have, even if he caused harm and he caused damage, but if he doesn't have anything to eat, that's what he's depending on so it's a mitzvah, therefore it becomes a mitzvah to pay him anyway so that he will have food to eat. You don't want to cause a person not to have food to eat, so you say pay him anyway. So Hashem also pays even though in the end some harm comes as a result of this effort. Hey, Even though what we just said, that it's a mitzvah that to pay him anyway, if he doesn't have what to eat and so on, is that was, is only in the case where the employer actually hired him to transport these barrels. But whereas in our case, Hashem didn't hire anybody to convert to Judaism or to do a hidden mitzvah. He doesn't require it. Bal is but since the owner Hashem is satisfied and happy with the work with the work that he puts in, that he puts in is Eichven at in even though in one detail of that Hidder Mitzvah, uh, the Jew is now culpable because he uh, did it carelessly by not saying Blineder and so on. The dogma as ibbe fit in the chavis from makam reuah, similar to what we would say that if somebody was transporting these barrels on a bumpy road, hotzer gitsa brachon ein chavis, only one barrel broke, and the rebach from the ibbe gfit the chavis is merufunim hafsid from the einzigitsa brachon the chavis, and the accumulated value of having transported the other twenty is greater than the one the loss of the one barrel which in ca- which case one would have to say that the, the employer is happy with the end result because 20 barrels got there and the, the value of that is, is more than the one lost barrel of course he's not satisfied with the way he went about it which caused one barrel to break but the general idea that he got the 20 barrels there is he's happy with from. In that case, the uh, employer, because, you know, to go beyond what the letter of the law is, he should pay him for the entire job. Even the transportation of the one that broke too. Because since the employer is satisfied with the general um, effort, the general uh, project that happened, that he got the, uh, he transported his barrels for him, it's like he hired him for this. And this is, even in the case where, he, in, of course, in the case where he didn't hire him to do it, he just, he did it on his own. Even if he never hired him, but he's happy with the result, even though there was some damage to, one barrel broke, Midas that he should pay him even for that one broken barrel. So therefore, the Abishta also acts in accordance with that, that he pays even though there is some harm caused by the fact that he took upon himself something and ended up being negligent with that thing. So therefore, caused some harm, but the Abishta still would pay for the effort, just like he would ask a year to pay for the effort. Of a person that he never asked him to transport it, but he transported it anyway, and he even broke one barrel. But since he's generally happy with the uh, with the uh, uh, result, he should pay him even for the broken barrel. As he says inside, is the Therefore, also in our case, as the Balabai is the adam the and mitzvah. Since generally Hashem is happy and satisfied with the extra effort that he takes upon himself. By doing a mitzvah with extra hiddur is It's only that he didn't do it blineder So the way he he went about it, he caused some harm as a result of it. therefore he gives him all the reward for all the effort, even though he went about one detail of it incorrectly. Now that I'll say is by Geshenus and similarly also by a convert. Hayyim says that Etzem Gair is a דבר a rotsi by Meibish. And since the general idea that a yid, that a goy should uh, join, choose to join the Jewish people and to become a eved Hashem and so on by converting, and Hashem is satisfied with that. Agam as is the nor given by M apshir. even though there was a carelessness about it in them, vaseres nishmakaim the mitzvah metaladigdukim. And the fact that he doesn't fulfill the mitzvahs with all of the details because he's not knowledgeable, so he there is and there is a certain carelessness to that. But kumtes he's still rewarded for the effort that he puts in by uh, by converting to even a even though it brought about a certain damage. Vav. The Yeshloymer, and one could say also, as does was the Balabaymer from Lufum Tzair Agre Vedo Angeruf mit Nkinu Ben Heihei, that the reason that the uh, the author of this statement Lufum Tzair Agre is referred to with uh, by a pseudonym of Ben Heihei, Oif Samad Gizein Azzer Zager, to emphasize that he was a convert canal as he ex- we explained before, Hagam. Although, even though you could find the circumstances in which a, a, a born Jew also has that same situation, where he takes upon himself a hider, which he wasn't required, but he did it improperly, as we explained before, is it the fast? So then, why do we have to talk about converts? It's true for every Jew. Is the by is is That is because by ge- by a conversion, when a guy converts, he takes upon himself the effort that uh, the difficulties of being a yid in a way that he wasn't completely un- non-obligated to do. He has no obligation at all the in them to explain it. The Eden is Kaine. When we talk about a yid, so the the very reason the 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 reason why a Jew was created to begin with is only to serve Hashem. That's the whole reason for a Jew be, being in this world. On the Fa the Fun movement, so from this we understand as that a yid is obligated to use every ability that he has to serve Hashem and as our sages tell us that every Yid is that every Yid should say when will my uh, service of Hashem reach the level of Avraham Yitzchuk Yaakov in other words that we're expected to even try to reach the level of Avraham Yitzchuk Yaakov Therefore, it's very difficult to say that there is something in Ayid's life that he is completely, he's, there's no obligation at all for him to do this. What do you mean? If he's able to, of course he's supposed to do it. He has to use every effort, every possibility to serve Hashem. So, where is there a place where he's not obligated to do it? Somewhat, he's obligated to do every possible hither mitzvah and everything in the best way possible because even things which go beyond the letter of the law and they're considered or that are considered in the end he can't say that he's completely uh, that he's not obligated to do it at all That Is since there is the overarching uh, requirement that a yid should serve Hashem in every possible way with every, with every ability that he has, Whereas when we talk about a convert, is far before he actually converts, if him clownish and there is absolutely no obligation for him to convert. In fact, to the contrary, if a ger comes to convert, we say why? Why are you doing this? Why are you? Why are you going into something? that is so difficult and we try to discourage him. So, in other words, that there is no obligation at all. In such a way that the, the extra effort that he takes upon himself by converting to, to, and to fulfill Torah Mitzvahs is in them clownish So, in his case, he really is not obligated at all. There is no obligation at all. From that's why he that's why he the missioner points to the idea of geiras because over there it, it's it's in its purest form that he does something which he is completely non-obligated to do. Even so, in its most perfect form, it applies to geirim. But still it's brought in Mesech which is of course something that Ebi Yid is learning and Ebi Yid is trying to live up to. When Nishno HaGedim, not only converts, because even when a Yid takes upon himself an additional effort that he's not obligated to do, and especially if it's something that he's not accustomed to doing, and therefore, because of the change, the, this extra effort that is something that he's unaccustomed to doing, which is an extra effort, is does zichin as if it's something completely new, because if you're just adding something more to what you're accustomed to do, so therefore it's a little bit of an extra effort, but if you do something which you're completely non-accustomed to doing, so that's like taking something new altogether is as and his guy. So in this one little detail it's as if you converted to this thing you're completely new, you never had an obligation, you didn't have to do it. and even more so. The Mishnah from This Mishnah <coughs> is written at the very end, according to some versions, is written at the very end of Meshta Avis. In our Siddur, there is another Mishnah after that, also by Ben Heihei, about the different ages which a person reaches throughout life. But according to some versions, this is the very final uh, Mishnah, which means that that is the apex. This is having reached the very highest level of what the Sechta Ovis is trying to reach, Milsa de in the because this is talking, according to this explanation that we just gave, it's talking about taking upon yourself an effort which is completely not in accordance with what you're accustomed to doing. time is the a middle citizen, therefore that is considered to be the very highest level type of something to which, you're completely unaccustomed, you're not obligated on any level to do it, and you're taking something which is out of your ordinary um, behavior type. Zion. In regards to what was discussed earlier in Sif that the reward for a mitzvah is obligatory according to Allah, as al Daf Ayeid Krienus Charf as an in Torah that according to the Din Torah a Yid a Jew should be rewarded for his effort in Torah Mitzvahs. one could ask the question: Together Geber Achia by mentioning Subatzol Napayof as an Arbit, the type of obligation that a person has to pay his employees for the work that they do, as Chiryoim a Kavla Nakeitovei whether it's uh, somebody hired by the day, by the hour, or somebody that takes upon himself a job and has to complete the job that's only in regards to someone that has no other obligation to work for this employer and the only reason he took the job that he's doing it is because he's getting paid for it but if there's somebody that is a servant a slave or a servant to someone else that his whole time belongs to the owner the in because according to the laws of slavery that he is he his time belongs to him or similarly to a son that is obligated to help his father to be of service to his father because of the mitzvah of Kibodah of honoring your father to them there is no such obligation to pay them for the time for the effort that they put in a slave has to do the work of the master period doesn't get paid for it or doesn't get paid for this job and a son doesn't get paid by his father for the uh, mitzvah that he's doing to help his father so since the relationship between a Yid and Hashem is, as we say in the uh, davening of Rosh Hashanah, if we are like sons to you or like sla- slaves to you, one of the two. So, but either way, in either case, we don't have to. He doesn't have to pay us. And even more. So the since the whole purpose of a, a yid having been created to begin with is is only for the purpose of serving Hashem. Is so it's understood that the fact that a yid is belongs to, so to speak, and obligated to serve his Mass, his uh, creator. Is This is a much greater obligation that a yid has to Hashem even than a slave has to his master. And certainly more than a son is obligated to serve and help his father. How could you say that? Hashem is obligated to pay the Yid for the uh, service that he does for Hashem. His whole reason that he exists is only to serve Hashem. So uh, even more than a slave has to serve his master, a Yid is obligated to pay Hashem and with no expectation for reward, is the beer in them. So the explanation is, the was given by Hashem to the as So we understand that in the Torah, since it was given by Hashem and to the yidden, so there are certain parameters. Which come, which belong, sort of speak to the giver, Hashem, and certain parameters as they relate to the receiver, to the yidden. On the ribege in the Torah that's why we find in the Torah two extremes. On the one hand, ein Torah tuma. On the one hand, we say that the words of Torah are so pure and so so uh, spiritual and holy that they cannot become. Uh, ritually impure. They can't become tummy. Then tommy. For instance, if a yid that is himself ritually impure, studies the words of Torah, it doesn't affect the words of the Torah. The words of the Torah remain above the fact that the Jew studying them is in fact tommy. And the reason is because they are the words of Hashem which are like fire. In other words, Hashem's words have, cannot become tommy. Their are These are Hashem's words. is On the other hand, we say that if a teacher wants to forego the honor that his students need to give him, he is able to forego that honor. How could he do that if it doesn't? If the Torah is the reason that they have to honor him is because of the Torah, what permission does he have to forego the honor that they that should come to the Torah? And the, the reason is the father, the Torah, the lehi because the Torah becomes his. He has acquired the Torah. He has studied the Torah. It's now within him and it's with the Torah as it's within him that they need to respect. The father sees the rav's Torah. Uh, becomes as if it's the, rabbi, the, the teacher's Torah. Which means... In certain respects we say that the Torah remains under the, domin- under the dominion of Hashem. It can never become Tome. On the other hand, we say in the other extreme is the and to the Meqabal In a certain sense, it was given down to the Jewish people and that the rov becomes, so to speak, the owner of his Torah and therefore he is able to forego the honor that comes with the Torah. So we see those two extremes. Just like it is in regards to the and Mitzvahs itself, the to The same is true also in regards to how we, the obligation that we have to study t- Torah and to fulfill Mitzvahs. As in them that in that too, there are two different types of parameters that apply to it from the perspective of the one who gave the Torah hashem is aviv as far as the Abish is concerned when a yid serves hashem it's because just like a slave has to serve his master and a son has to serve his father a yid has to serve hashem But when, from the perspective of the Yid, when he fulfills Torah and Mitzvahs, it happens in a way like someone that does deserve to be uh, paid for it. Um, Like somebody who was hired to do a job, whether he's hired by the hour or he's hired to complete the job, he has to get paid for the job. So there are two ways, just like Torah itself has both perspectives, the perspective as seen from Hashem and the perspective as understood from down below from the Yid. So also in the way that a Yid is obligated to do Torah Mitzvahs, there is the way Hashem sees it, that every Yid has to serve him unconditionally without expectation for reward. But on the other hand, the Yid, from looking up from below, we do it and we expect, and there is an expectation for reward. In parentheses, the Rebbe says the tzei hepech These two opposite types of parameters of how to look at the obligation for the of the yid Hashem and the fulfillment of mitzvahs. in the mechir and kim taira mitzvahs, as long and the mechilat tzurim, the tzei sugi mitzvahs can are also expressed in two different types categories of mitzvahs that there are. There is the mitzvahs of vaydazarigel araisos shvi chazdamim. There is the three cardinal mitzvahs. Which is uh, against idol worship, uh, immorality, and, uh, and and murder. Because by say is Yaver that in regards to those mitzvahs we say that a person should allow themselves to be killed rather than to violate these three cardinal sins. When in other mitzvahs, but in regards to other types of mitzvahs, in regards to which the pasuk says that a person should do them and live by them. From which, from which the Gemara learns, the Chazal learns, that you have to do mitzvahs only in a way that you should live by them and not that you should die by them. And therefore, there's the general uh, principle of Pikuach Nefesh that supersedes every mitzvah. So we have the two categories, the one that you should, one should allow themselves to be killed over and the ones that should not by the mitzvahs, by these mitzvahs, meaning the general category of mitzvahs so for which you shouldn't die, is mudgezeh mm-hmm. gedr achi mitzad There, the emphasis is on fulfilling the mitzvahs from the perspective of the yid that fulfills them. When the ribber is baizeh negeed therefore, in the way that we fulfill those mitzvahs, it's important, the, the, uh, the performer of the mitzvah, the yid, is important, critical in that, in fact they define who the the uh, the yid the mitzvahs define the yid which is so that in order to be able to serve hashem is nivresi that's why Hashem had to create us I mean in other words that we have to remain created we have to remain alive in order to be able to continue to do more mitzvahs so from that when you look at it from that perspective, from the Yid's perspective, in order for me to be a servant of Hashem, I have to live. So therefore, I have to continue to live and, theref- and therefore, if, as the Gemara says, that it's you can violate one in order to be able to fulfill many more later, it's a, an important, it's an essential part of fulfillment of mitzvahs that the Yid should remain alive in order to be able to fulfill mitzvahs. And therefore, Pikoach Nefesh supersedes all other mitzvahs. Mashe kin in the drayin yon in mitzvahs now, but when we talk about the three other ones, the three cardinal ones, is Ike Gedrachim Itzhad noisen. Over there, we look at the obligation to fulfill it from the perspective of the one who gave the Torah. V'ma Hashem. The Fad is by zay Nishtod Etzachvon Yavor Yehoreg V'al That's why from his perspective there is no such thing as violating it for the purpose of uh, continuing to live. Perhaps one could say that what it means is, from the Eivishter's perspective, there is only one thing, compliance. That's the only thing that is important, and therefore it's similar in the three mitzvahs which you're never allowed to violate. And the same thing also in regards to reward. There is no reward. There is no such thing as reward. There is only compliance. Tests. The in and anal in Mitzvah from Torah Mitzvahs. This idea about the reward of Torah Mitzvahs, Das does is mitzadik darim from a kabbal, that the whole idea of reward is only from the perspective, from our perspective, is nochmer mudgesh in them. Is even more comes is, is emphasized even more in the fact was that oifin aschar of um tsaira that the way in which the reward comes is according to the effort that is put in. I vifl the kabbal had in them gehat taren tsaren tircha. It's a, in accordance with how much effort and and uh, and difficulty it gave it the the macabre, the one who the fulfiller of the mitzvahs experienced because the idea of effort is only something the one doing the mitzvah experiences that effort and therefore because schar comes from the perspective of the one doing the mitzvah as he mentioned before therefore it's based on how much effort the doer did und damit kommt zur bill neuse so from this understanding this it explains even more the connection between lufum tsaira agra and milse da gasidusa that's why it's in sachtabos the muset for milse milde da gasidusa ruf this idea of uh, something being beyond the letter of the law is masim nor mitzadam That's only something that is from our perspective. It's only in our parameters that we can discuss whether something is beyond the letter of the law or within the expectation of the law. Mashi'en noisim, when we look at it from the perspective of Hashem, as kol tachlisif and the modem is nor do shamashiz That as far as He's concerned, the only reason He created it was only in order to serve Him there is no limitation there is no parameter at which point you say well your obligation is now ended anything you do from here and on is beyond my expectation because there is no beyond his expectation which is of course the reason why Hashem expects even someone to give his life because there is no end to the obligation is and therefore there is no such thing, anything beyond the letter of the law. Everything is an expectation. So the is only based on our perspective. And that explains also why the whole begins with Moshe received the Torah from Sinai. Why doesn't it say Hashem gave Moshe the Torah at Sinai? It only says Moshe received the Torah from Sinai. And the reason is, because the whole uh, idea of Moshech the which is that there is such a thing as something beyond the letter of the law, is Shaykh Noref Abinig with not that's only from the perspective of receiving the Torah. It's only from the perspective of the receiver, of the of the Yidden, that there is such an idea that there could be something that is beyond the letter of the law. But if it would have said Hashem gave Moshe the Torah, from that perspective, there is no such thing as where it ends and where where the obligation ends and where it begins. Okay. And since the beginning is always connected to the end, the far is euch from the Mishnahis of Masechet bin naschar, and therefore the end of at least Mishnahis of Masechet regard before perek uh, seven six before the sixth perek which goes beyond that, so the end of the fifth perek is in regards to the reward. And in their the inu from the fum tzaira even in the subject of reward, it talks about the reward for the effort. gather Also, a only from the perspective of the makabel. That's why the beginning and the end are connected to each other. It's all talking about the perspective of the receiver, the yid. Yud. in um, and this idea that in L'fum Agra we are seeing the perspective of the Yidden, of the Receiver, is It's not only in this detail that the reward is set according to the effort that the Makabul puts in. But that it's in the effort itself. In the way that the effort and the uh, difficulty comes. Since we are now talking as he explained back in uh, chapter 3. Since we are talking about an effort that he is not even obligated to do nor at his but it's something that he took upon himself through his own is uh, uh, through his own will. Is that dogma the amitzes and 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 the this the uh, analogy for this is like the convert that takes it upon himself. that comes only because of his own choice. Nish because he has absolutely no obligation to convert. so according to this it comes out as deretzarba that this kind of effort in Torah and see by whether we're talking about the general approach to Torah and Mitzvah as in the case of ager, other or whether we're talking about. A born yid, which means that it's talking about specifics within Torah mitzvahs, the extra efforts, the the uh, beyond the letter of the law of mitzvahs that he does, adam. So that effort that he puts in is completely belongs to the person himself. He had no obligation to do it, took it upon himself out of his free will to do it. So it's all his. It's not something that he owed Hashem in any way. This explains also another connection between the end of Avis and the beginning of Ovis. In in addition to what we already pointed out in the previous chapter, that uh, the Kibble, the f- it's all from the perspective of the Mechabal. Oich by because also when we receive the when, when received the Torah, when Moshe Kibel from when Moshe received the Torah from Sinavas, losh is mudges together a the That in the word Kibel it emphasizes that it's from the perspective of the makabel. given because at that time all Yidin were considered to be Gaidim. That's when the Yidin became Jewish. So every year at that time. Was a ger, and it was all taken upon ourselves, out of our free will, nasa ben That's why Masecht Ovis begins with the receiving of the Torah, because every yid was a ger at that time, and that's how it ties in with the end, uh, which talks about a ger specifically, because that's the purest example of lefum tsara ager that uh, has explained till now. Yudalef al pi kolanal. That oich verstandig ver in the sheikhes von demaima ben hehe oimer von zayra agra. Based on this, we can also explain, understand the connection between this statement of ben Hey, that according to the effort is the reward. On to maima vashteik gleich uh, Fardem dem to the one to the statement that is said right uh, just before that ben bag bag oimer afach ba va ba that ben bag bag said delve into it and delve into it, and Then according to certain versions, both of these are actually in the same Mishnah, they're not two separate Mishnahs. So therefore they must be connected to each other. So now we can understand the explanation. is given a Ger Also Ben Bagbag was either a convert himself or the uh, descendant of a convert. Vidakinui. Ben Hey Hey is Meramis Kanal Sev Gimel again, and just like Ben Hey Hey is that hint, that allusion that pseudonym which shows that he is a ger, as we explained Ben Avram Esarosh and the son of that uh, links himself directly to Avram who had an Hey added to their name. Azoy is the Ben Bagbag, the same pseudonym Ben Bagbag also shows the same thing. Well, bag bag is matter hey hey because b'ez gimel is really a hey, so b'ez gimel is the numerical value of five. So it's the same idea. Ben hey hey ben bag bag is the same thing. euch is the from bag ben ger ben and also the uh, the acronym of the word bag bag can be read as ben ger ben giyores, the son of a ger, the son of a a man ger or a woman ger and so on so they're both saying the same thing that they are the descendants of gerim or gerim themselves and it's for the same reason as it was explained by in regards to Ben here too the, uh, the, the author of the statement is not referred to by his own given name nor with the pseudonym rather with the pseudonym of Ben Baglag, was died on of Zangaris, which is what points to the fact that he was a Ger or the son of a Ger. So Merama's Einaz dos was the Balamaimer is given a Ger, hat a to point out that what he's saying, hafachba ba hafachba, is connected to the fact that he was a Ger. Vibalda Bennoyach is mechuyev in the Sheva Mitzvahs since a Bennoyach. A non Jew is still obligated to do the seven mitzvahs. Is moving from this we understand, as oich zain learn in that when he studies Torah, the dinim apratim from the zain mitzvahs, those uh, laws in the Torah which teach about the seven mitzvahs. Chodz das zainyan nayle, so even though it's a very big, it's a very high thing that a, even when a guy learns Torah, the parts that he's permitted to learn, biz as nochri ba'aising the Torah are you so that the uh, the, the Gemara says that a goy that studies Torah is like a Koyin In other words, compares him to a Koyin That is a very high elevated level. But on the other hand, When a goy studies Torah, the study of the Torah is not the end result. It's not the purpose of his studying Torah. It's not just for the sake of studying Torah as it would be by a yid. It's only a means to an end, since he has to know how to fulfill the mitzvahs that he is obligated to do. So he needs to study from the Torah to know what he has to do. And therefore, does not have the quality of the study of Torah that a Yid has, which is for the purpose, for the sake of study of Torah itself. It doesn't have to have any um, end result it doesn't have to have a means to an end only when a non-Jew chooses to convert and now becomes a Jew now his Torah has the holiness that, a, that a, a, a every Jew has which is that this, the uh, study of Torah in itself is the end result therefore when he studies Torah now, there is a fundamental change that happens. As in ilui the Now it, it takes on a, new, a whole new quality. You should delve into the Torah. You should delve into the Torah again, because everything is in the Torah. In other words, it's not just that I need to know what to do. Therefore, I need to study Torah. It's the delving into the Torah itself, which is the end result. That's the purpose. And that's also the connection between Ben and this statement. was far? In other words, that the reason that he was driven to say this is because because to Ager, he, sees, he recognizes that difference of how what Torah could be just as a means to know the law or that it has its own unique holiness and purpose. Ager has the ability to recognize that distinction because there was a time when it was only for the purpose of knowing the law and then it became something completely different. Well P says moving the Kashitswish and the Tsve Mamorim and this explains the diff- the connection between the two statements Ben Bagbagaimara Fahba Vahba and Ben Heimel Fum Saira Agra and these two statements of the two Ben Bhagwag and Ben Hahi. The Taychum from Baida Ma Morim Hata Bazundra Shaichasu Ager because the the the, uh, the uh, undercurrent of it has specific significance to a he says, "Meduyig the se'idef from the tzvei mavarim, and the order in which they are presented is also important." Frie the maymer aforba first. He starts with the, uh, the uh, pointing out the value of Torah. Vaseretzir v'egn limadat Torah Talmud. And the nor the maymel lufumtsaira. First, he talks about the importance of Torah, the unique quality of the study of Torah, and then he gets to the was Vazdos is the Tsar b'tircham in the game ma'isa mitzvahs, which is more related to the effort that is put into the fulfillment of mitzvahs. So, first talks about study, and then talks about ma'isa mitzvahs. Was Talmud, maybe, the ma'isa, as is well known, that study brings, leads to fulfillment of mitzvahs. Yud Beis. yonim in Teireh, everything in Teireh, Eich de nemeh also the names of the authors of who said it. Zainabitachos hadiyak are always very specific and in great Import, of great importance is the fun fashtamdig as the sheichus and the tzei marmor ma'fachba and lofum tsaira Agra to the tzei chachomim. So the connection between these two statements, which is a ma'fachba and lofum tsaira agra and the two sages that said it, ben bagbag and ben hehe, is nosh noraklolesdik imet a v'zazen be'edig v'engaidem. It's not just a general idea because they're both uh, converts, That's why they were lumped together and so on. Nor but rather the two different names as they are expressed, Bagbag and Heihei, have connection to the statements that they made. Not just the fact that they're both gayrim and that's why these names were chosen. I choch uh, of them, to show some evidence of this, loit aim According to one opinion, Zayin Ben Babbag and Ben Heye, Tzvei Neme from the Mzalgun Tanen. According to one opinion, they're actually both the same person. Uvi Bal das by Meimer a Fachba veteran veter angrofen Ben Babbag, but since by Ben uh, in the when he says Hafachba, he's called Ben Babbag. Uvi Lofum Tsire Ben Heye. Then when he talks about Lofum Tsire, he's called Ben Heye therefore we have to say so according to this opinion it's without doubt that the change of name it's talk about the same person why did they change the name because it's more tailored to the statement that he was giving at that time so therefore even according to the one that says that it's not the same person we already see that the name is connected to the statement that he made the Hezber in them, so to explain it in the Mkine Ben Heihei, b'alamaim al Tzaira Agra, the pseudonym Ben hehe which is in connection with the Tzaira Agra, is Mer Kentig the Undite ager vi Nimkine Ben Bagbag. You can see the connection between that name and a convert more so than in Ben Bagbag, Balashim for as the, the Rashbam says, in the name of the Reed, the son of the Rosh. Bagbag he says that the fact that Bag Bag is only the numerical value of the two Hays, the two Hays point to Sarah and Avram, which shows the direct connection between them and, ge- and the fact that they are him. When you say Bag Bag, it's only the numerical value, which means it's already one step removed. It's more concealed. The connection between him being a Ger is less is more concealed in the name Ben-Badba. And the same is also true for what they actually said. In the statement of Afochba, which talks about something which is concealed. In order to get to it, it's so concealed, it's so deeply buried in the words of Torah that you have to uncover it and then try to uncover it yet again. So th- in order to get, so we're talking about something that's deeply concealed and has to be. You have to work to find it. is a Whereas when we talk about the effort that is that it takes to do mitzvah, that's something which is obvious and doesn't need any uh, search for it. so to explain, can also, the when we talk about HaFachba as he explained before this is talking about the study of Torah which is Torah Lishma, not for any other purpose other than for the purpose of studying Torah. L'ernendik zain Torah Hashem the study of Torah just for the purpose of being able to understand the wisdom of Hashem. Unishnor l'das is not for the purpose of knowing how to behave. That's a secondary reason for the studying Torah but the the highest level of study Torah is only because this is the wisdom of Hashem and I want to understand the wisdom of Hashem. I want to be connected to Hashem through His Torah. So therefore, since it's talking about that, is ados, mayisek, so therefore, obviously, it relates not only to the parts of Torah which talk about halacha and how to behave and so on, but it talks also, but it addresses more those areas of, of Torah which are not connected to the final result, to what do you need to do. The discussion, sometimes there are rejected discussions and so on. And so on. So, the shaklavatariya the discussion that surrounds the final result, even after you you get to the final result or be, before you get to it over there, there is still much hidden. There is so many different ways that you could look at it and there is more to gain from it and more to search and more to study. But whereas by the final Allah, once the final reached, is reached, there is no delving into it. That's the final halacha. But the Shaklavatari, the discussion that led to it, there, there is much to be learned. You can go deeper and deeper. As the commentaries explain the meaning of ba, that you should constantly delve into it, they say as follows, lefish because we find, shayyadayrush memtes panim tomei, memtes that he would expound on 49 reasons why to say that this case is Tahr and then 49 reasons why to say that it's Tameh, or the opposite, and even though the reasons go are contradictory to each other, therefore he said, delve and delve, and that you should be willing and able to, to delve and to study and to understand things which are contradictory to each other there are reasons why you can say it's Tome, there are reasons why you can say that it's tor those are contradictory to each other. The Kulaba, because everything is part of Torah. all of these approaches, everything that you study within the discussion of Torah is part of the Holy Torah. That's how they explain what he means by that. So according to this, it comes out as the unterschied zwischen ha that the difference between the reward and the uh, delving into the Torah is the uh, chiluk from gilu and is can be summarized as the difference between that which is obvious and seen and that which is hidden and concealed. The tsaira in Torah is a the effort that a he takes upon himself and it is related to something obvious and something that you can see. It's talking about a certain conduct, a certain taken up, uh, an additional conduct taken upon yourself and so on. But when we talk about delving into it, the Torah, is the Chiddush in them, and the Is talking addressing primarily the part of Taita, the discussion which is behind the uh, the final aloha, the forty nine approaches to this uh, to this final result, and the forty nine approaches to the other to the opposite result. That these these approaches, seeing them in a certain way, is of course not obvious, and that's not clearly understood. That's something that you have to go deeply into the matter to be able to see these contradictory ideas. So it's talking it basically addresses that which is obvious and seen and that which is concealed. And therefore that even though in both of these statements it emphasizes the what and it uh, it involves an approach of a ger, the from and Mormon, and that's why they're both brought together, they both have that theme. Is in the Maimar Afakhba, is thus in the Mnomen Be'eif That's why when it talks about a that it's talking about concealed elements of Torah, that's why the the pointing to the fact that it's a ger is also done in a way that it's concealed, Bagbag, the, only the Gematria of it, rather than Hey, Hey. When in the Maimel of Fum Taira Agra, but when it talks about Fum Taira Agra, which is a thing which is revealed, but if that's why it points in a revealed way to the fact that it was said by Agar.